0: No, he wasn't a dick. That was his name, it was Dick. I, yeah,
1: I yeah. know. I'm just a child.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Cue the Mic.
1: Welcome to Cue the Mic.
0: Episode 19. 19.
1: Yep, there you go, 19.
0: And sorry, we're a day late. We're Mm -hmm. a day late and a dollar short. Darren was traveling the world. World? Country? Not really the world. Traveling the country. Yeah. And uh, couldn't find the appropriate amount of Wi-Fi in order to stream remotely. So the phone didn't work. Great. Whatever. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was really relaxing, but I was over here stressing about a podcast, and it's fine. We're getting it done. Don't worry.
0: We're getting it done, though. You know, it'll I only be there one to
1: listen to only had one complaint that is late, and it was Luke Darnell.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, the he man wanted who wanted be, not a, being consistent. He wanted to be a guest. He wanted to be a guest today, too, but maybe someday.
1: Maybe someday. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Kind of got more.
1: We got to record another episode this week, so.
0: Ugh. Yeah, we're always trying to be a week ahead, and we didn't get a week ahead. I was too busy <laughs> no. before I left on my trip. You know, we, uh, Emma's mom, who used to work for me, called me in a panic at, <laughs> what day was it, 7 o'clock on Friday night? Friday. And wasn't said, that, it wasn't
1: that late.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it was six thirty, seven o'clock. Why was she? And, I, I and she's think it was that she's late. like, she, no, it was. I guarantee, it was that late. And she called me and said, "I got a problem, and you're the only one I know that's close enough." Here, let's see, six thirty-seven p.m. right there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fair.
0: Okay. Six, yeah. Did I did I show her phone number on there?
1: I think so. <laughs> I'll blur it <laughs> out or something.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> six well, thirty-seven p.m. calls me. Her car's dead in the door now. Her husband is at some event, and her daughter took mean. her car. Yeah, I did to a concert. I'm like, what do you mean? Why did not she drive it her car? Wasn't a concert. It
1: was not a concert.
0: What, what was it? IKEA. <laughs> Oh yeah, IKEA, which was the icing on the cake. But she calls me and I said, Hey, what are you doing? And I said, Oh, I just got done eating dinner. I'll come rescue you. So I throw a thinking we got a dead battery here. I'll just uh throw in the battery charger in the truck with the generator and I got my jump start pack and my tool bag and I'm off to go and we'll go there and we couldn't get that sucker jumped. It was just acting weird, so I'm and it's a two thousand six Lexus. Yeah. Just a jalopy, you know, and she didn't want to take it, but Darren made her. So not this Darren, but her husband, Darren. Yeah, my dad's name's also Darren. And so anyway, so I said, well, I couldn't get to jump. I'm like, it's got to be all the way dead. I'll just run to Fleet Farm. So her and Sherry sat on the parking lot. They didn't have any beer. Um but I left him on the parking lot, ran to Fleet Farm, got a battery. By the time I got back, the superintendent of the schools had come out and he was trying to help and got the battery and still nothing, so it was dead to the world. In the meantime, she wasn't answering her phone, so your dad called me and yeah, said, he Uh, do you, you, you talk to Amanda? And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I got this handled, whatever. Well, he was already on the way, evidently. So yeah, he, he will. shows up shows he up panicked. with his, <laughs> He shows up with his drunk buddy. I'm not so sure he should have been driving either. But
1: My dad was at a work thing
0: before. Okay, while well, his buddy was drinking yeah. beer in your garage. Ah, that checks out. So, anyway. That checks out. So, anyway, um, they end up taking her home. I'm not sure. Whatever happened to the car? What was the deal? Hell if I know. Oh, I you I just don't? know
1: that my uh, yeah my parents called me the next morning. Uh, to see if I was on my way down to my grandma's yet. My dad's like, "You just cost me five hundred dollars," and I said, "I didn't do anything. What are you talking about?"
0: But it's fine. So I don't anyway, even think it was that much. But, but it was, it was fine. So instead of yeah. pack, packing the barbecue trailer and getting ready to go on Saturday morning, it was a, it was a later night. But it's fine. We got it welcome. all done. It was, it was fun.
1: I didn't even need her car. To come to find out, I just learned I can't read. Cause I I took it because I thought the piece I needed was seven feet wide, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to fit that in the Civic. I, don't, I mean, I might be able to fit it in the Rav. We'll just have to try. Um, it ended up being seven inches tall, and that was it. So whoopsie daisies. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It all worked out in the end.
0: All worked out in the end. That's mm-hmm. right. We gotta see. We gotta see Amanda and. I've got some great video. We could play that too. I got video of her underneath the dash trying to plug in some electronics thing. It was kind of funny. I was shooting video of her. She was. I'm
1: sure she loved that.
0: (laughs) She loved that. But all in all, yeah. So we took a little trip. Took Mm -hmm. a trip to the little town of Cisna Park, Illinois. Our friends, it's Old Settler Day. And so they wanted us to go to Old Settlers. So we went, which is a. Usually a drunken stupor fest. It wasn't too bad. It was pretty mellow. I think they'd all got it out of their system the night before, because this is like a four-day event. So they'd pretty much got it out of their system. Matter of fact, the guys were up till four and five in the morning. So it was. They were pretty mellow. They were in bed by eight or nine. So worked out to our favor. Yeah, sounds like it. But but we ate good. We uh, went to the local chicken place, and of course, I always forget the name, Murdoch's oh, in Loda, nice. Illinois. If you get ever get a chance to go to Murdoch's in Loda on Sundays, they serve a 12-piece a bucket of chicken and two sides and family style. It's just amazing. Just so simplistic, but amazing fried chicken, and then we... Followed that up the next morning. We always go to breakfast at Penfield, mm-hmm. which is a little town somewhere out in the middle. And I can't remember the name of the bar we go to, but um, go to this bar. And in the past, they've had this massive plate of food. So they mm-hmm. take, a, I think it's called The Last Call, maybe. Yeah, called The Last Call. And so they have this whatever it is. I'll show you a picture, but... It's they take two biscuits, two huge biscuits, put them on a plate. They cover this plate full of hash browns. Cover it with sausage gravy and then put good two stuff. eggs over top. And of course, me being lactose intolerant, not supposed to eat it, but I like screw it, I'm doing it. Yeah, I paid for it. But man, it was it was amazingly good. And and we ordered the half portion, and I think um. the half portion was bigger than the full portion was last time. I mean it's just no way you could eat it all. I mean I can't even eat it all.
1: Oh, wow. That sounds really good. And like my brother's a big biscuits and gravy guy. So it feels like something that he would enjoy too.
0: Yeah. It's uh it was so good. I mean the food there yeah. just, you know, and, and so we we spent the afternoon Sunday and we we actually had an interesting experience. So we have the, we went to this guy's house, a friend of theirs that lived out in the country, and he was a uh, a widower. Or what His wife had died about 10 years earlier, and the guy was pretty well yeah. off, and he had this little cabin out in mm-hmm. the middle of kind of nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's no such thing as a gravel road in Illinois. They're all pavement-type roads, but we're far away from pretty much anywhere. And supposedly they wanted to see his garden. He had this huge garden.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we go out, and here he pulls up on his four-wheeler, and we're like, hey, we're here to see the garden, Fred. He's like, oh, go down this lane and go in the back. And so we take the, we're in the Jeep, and we take the Jeep Mm -hmm. and go in the back to the most amazing garden you've ever seen. And I'm kind of taking up this gardening thing. I grew up with a big garden. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to expand my garden myself. Mm -hmm. Now that I seem to be in town more than not gone every single weekend, just every other weekend. So anyway, I mean, this guy had, he he put out like 2,000 onion plants. He Mm -hmm. had like, must've been 30, 40, 50 tomatoes, big, huge, had just huge amount of cucumbers and just everything. Cabbage, cauliflower, you name it. He -hmm. had it out there. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. So anyway, we're, we're I'm asking him all kinds of questions about how do you get cucumbers or how do you get tomatoes to look that good? And he had all kinds of secrets about you got to put Epsom salt in the soil and you, you got to lay the plant to the side and you got to put okay. some milk powder down. And he had this whole system down and you could tell he would just, he studied it. And I'm not sure what he did for a, a living, um, mm-hmm. but he just. He 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 was a study, and so here he is, this bachelor. He goes, "Come on back to the bachelor pad. I want to show you the bachelor pad." So we walk into this bachelor pad, and it's just kind of disarray a little bit, but in a cool mm-hmm. way. I mean, yeah. he had a he had a horse drawn carriage hanging from this. I mean, this cabin wasn't a huge cabin. It was probably right. the size of maybe two or three times your office. Okay, but it had this horse drawn carriage hanging from the ceiling. Over part of it. I mean, it was just crazy. Mm -hmm. And he said it took like a year and a half to get it there. It was, it was, it was just crazy. So we're we're sitting there, and he's he's telling me about all these vegetables because he he raises all these vegetables and he just gives them away, Mm -hmm. right? But he also cans them and then he gives it away. And so he's having me taste all his spices, like he's got celery powder. Mm -hmm. That he actually grew his own celery, dehydrated it down into where it was all the water out of it, and then put it in a processor and processed it down so it tasted like celery. And he did the same thing with garlic. He did the same thing with all kinds of peppers. He had these mason jars just full of all these spices that he had dehydrated all these spices. And -hmm. it was like. I was just in awe because I'm kind yeah, of into this out. canning thing. And right. I, mm-hmm. You know, side, side note, I was watching TikTok the other day and I saw somebody took, you know, when you, this time of year, everybody's making tomato paste and tomato sauce. So all the big Italian okay. families make their pasta sauce and stuff out mm-hmm. of all the, out of the tomatoes. So they get bushel baskets. They set up these family, coolest thing ever, set up these family parties that Mm -hmm. have these huge vats and they're canning all this sauce for the year, this homemade sauce. Mm -hmm. And one of the things was they took the skins. Normally you take the skins off the tomato, you boil it till the skin comes off and you throw the skin away. And this one was you take the skin and you actually dehydrate it and then you powder it and then you Mm -hmm. can rehydrate it into tomato paste. And I'm like, I don't cook tomatoes, but it sounds like cool as shit. Something I want to do.
1: So you're gonna try it?
0: I don't know. I don't have any tomato I don't have many tomatoes. I've only got like eight or nine Mm -hmm. tomatoes. I'm kind of a get a tomato, eat a tomato guy in my plants.
2: I've
0: only got tomato four plants, so you do? I should bring you tomatoes. Yeah, I love tomatoes. Um, so other than that, back to so so he's like We're sitting there, and he's got all. We're talking about canning recipes. He goes, "Come to the basement," and I didn't even know there was a basement down there. And so he had this bar set up in the basement Mm -hmm. with like an antique slot machine. Mm -hmm. Like it took nickels, and Cherry, of course, she's a (laughs) slot. She doesn't like slot machines in person, but she likes that type stuff. Yeah, and so she's she's playing the slot machine, and so we're trying. He. Has his own still, so we're trying his own homemade bourbon, and then he had his own homemade vodka, and then yeah. he had made apple wine, so he had a sweet apple wine and a dry mm-hmm. apple wine, Ooh. and he didn't like either one of them, so he mixed them together and bottled them, and it was just amazing. It was just good. Huh. But all around nah, that's the bar- I try.
1: Did it taste all like apple around juice?
0: The, huh? It, it was kind of like, apple, like juice? apple juice, but it was, it was apple very juice. good. It was so good. but uh, oh, And then he's got all these five-gallon buckets okay. sitting around on the floor. And I'm like, what's this? He goes, oh! I'm fermenting sauerkraut in this one, and I'm like, "Don't you need a crock? Nah, you don't need a crock. Just need a five-gallon bucket." So he's he's reaching down in there and pulling out fresh sauerkraut that's fermenting in there. Here, try this. And then he's then he's uh, had pickles, dill pickles that he was fermenting. Hey, hey, reach down in here, and old Fred's taking it up. And then so then after all this stuff, then he keeps going to the pantry and he keeps opening stuff. So he had homemade apple butter. That was just amazing. And then he had yeah. green bean and he just kept opening these jars, like, You gotta try this, you gotta try this, you gotta try this. And it just opened my mind to it's all kinds just, of
1: it's just gonna be I mean, I'd like to say it's gonna be you when you retire, but I don't even think it'll take that long. Yeah.
0: I, I mean it was just I was
1: five years and that's Darren's life.
0: Yeah. So it, it was just it was just cool. Yeah. I, I mean it that had me thinking about maybe maybe we should be Putting in our own garden at Smokey D's out there in the to the east parking lot. Maybe we should till that all up instead of you, you know, having to mow it down as weeds every year. Maybe we should be growing all our own tomatoes and for the restaurant. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That would,
0: I think, I think if, all the think coons and skunks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Except for, I think all the Wait, coons would, and skunks and everything else around the dumpster well, like, would probably about, eat it all. Yeah.
1: Or the, The geese from the pond.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's the question of the day. Do geese like tomatoes?
1: I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't talk
0: to geese. You Um, don't talk to geese.
1: No, I don't know their life.
0: When you're going down the road, Adam, and the geese are walking across the road, do you stop? Yeah. I don't. I speed up.
1: Oh, okay. Let's remember. I drive a I drive a two thousand nine Honda Civic. I hit one of those going fast enough. My car's totaled. Oh, it just is not. It. It's not. It's probably is. If I hit it just right, oh,
0: I'd be in trouble. But you speed it, speed them up. People sit there and wait and wait. And I'm like, I just ram into them to him, and they just always they always get out of the way. They always get out of the way.
1: Until one day they don't, and then.
0: And then they're gonna be dead goose. You
1: have dead geese. Plural.
0: So anyway, or it was, uh, I got to experience of, a few new things. I'd never been in one of those uh, side-by-sides. I think okay. I was in a, a oh, Can-Am yeah, yeah, like, side-by-side, like a, yeah, like a four, yeah. it was mm-hmm. a four seater. um yeah. Side-by-side. Uh, yeah. We're going down a, we're going down a secondary road doing 75 mile an hours. Cause that's just as fast as it would go. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's and we're yeah been there done that.
0: So we're we're going down the side by side seventy five mile an hour, and I reached over to the guy Justin that was driving, kid Mm -hmm. from Indiana, and I said, "Hey, deer in the ditch." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, deer in the ditch." Had no clue, no clue there was deer in a ditch. I'm like, "That deer pops out, we are dead."
1: Yeah, they're really they're. I like the concept of them. Cause like I think they look cooler than golf carts, but they and stuff. Cause like in the southeast Iowa region, that's how a lot of my friends just drive from town to town. Like they'll right. go. That's just you know, how that's, they get around. That's, that's Those are always parked at the bar.
0: Yeah, that's that's legal in Ankeny now.
1: Yeah, it's because yeah they're essentially cars, but not as safe. Not that cars are super safe anyway, but I think
0: maybe I need to get one now that they're legal in Ankeny. Griffin would really like that.
1: Yeah, it'd be an experience for sure. But they they are kind of dangerous, so just be careful.
0: Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of fun. So anyway, that yeah. that overall, it was it was it was a fun time. Got to eat really mm-hmm. great food, and then we saw the weather, and the weather was like the forecast for the weather was unbearable. It was like supposed to get up to 100 and some. I'm and like, screw this. Mm-hmm. We were already destined. We're going to, to the Death Store Barbecue Contest in Door County. And so Monday morning we woke up and we said, we're out of here. We're going north. And it was already, we left at like, I don't know, 10 o'clock Monday morning. And
2: mm-hmm. it was
0: already 80 some degrees. And it was supposed yeah. to just kept getting hotter it and was hotter and hotter.
1: Hotter. Yeah, it's hotter than the sun last week.
0: So we drove out of the way up through Rockford, about an hour out of the way to avoid Chicago, and got up to Sister Bay, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which is clear up in northern Door County, and it was 65 degrees. You lucky son of a... And it was so good, but killed... it was raining. It was misty. It was uh, the highest we saw all week long was 72 degrees till we got home you yesterday.
1: You lucky son of a!
0: But, yeah, but I'm killed was... for that one. But it was humid. I mean, it was crazy. Who cares? It was crazy humid. I mean, it was like 65 degrees and I'm sweating.
2: Who cares? Because it's
0: so humid. But it I was, we humid, r- through humid.
1: It. And then in the food truck, I worked the food truck last week in that weather.
0: Yeah, the, that's crazy.
1: 105 and humid and I'm in the food truck sweating like there's no tomorrow.
0: I'm, I'm surprised. I'm sure I lost I'm five su- pounds. I'm, sur- I'm surprised they didn't call. And say, can we cancel because it's too hot? No. And I probably would have said, go right ahead.
1: No, no. Those child, we were at child Serve, Um They're in Johnston and they're diehard for their food trucks. They had no problem standing out there. Some people were coming out in sweatshirts and their scrubs. And I'm like, you guys are, this is crazy. But people would do anything huh. for barbecue.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Barbecue nachos were a hit.
0: With those so. Guys. But met a lot, so we stayed a couple of days in Sister Bay, kind of traveled mm-hmm. around. Um, did some touristy stuff, a little bit of touristy stuff, you know, food related, mm-hmm. not yep. tourist. We went to the white, the famous White Gull Inn that was right along Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to wait 45 minutes to get in, which is
1: that's a long it, time.
0: I normally wouldn't wait 10 yeah, minutes. You don't wait in but they said it was the best breakfast in the world. So I'm like, okay, I got to have this. So you So they get there 45 minutes for breakfast. But I you wouldn't wait in
1: line for the number one state fair food this year?
0: No.
2: Not I a just, chance.
1: I don't understand. I'm still mad about that.
0: Yeah. I'll make you one better.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Um, Yeah, so we... So we went to this breakfast and they show up and it's an old, old, it's kind of a house, you know, like Mm -hmm. all old restaurants are. And the gal comes over and says, okay, I want some coffee. Would you like some coffee cake to start? I'm like, yeah, yeah, coffee cake. want some coffee cake. What was Door County coffee cake with homemade cherry, with Door County cherries in it? This piece was massive. I mean, it was like, it was like four inches by four inches and three inches tall. And it yeah. was so good. It was already 10 o'clock. I'm at 7 o'clock yeah. breakfast guy, so I was starving. So we mowed down this coffee cake, Sherry and I. And she then I the went dream. for the corned beef hash, and she went. They had their specialty was a, a stuffed cream cheese so, or a stuffed French toast with Door County oh. cherries. But I laid off the cream cheese that time because I didn't want to ruin my rest of my day. Uh,
1: lactose intolerant no problem.
0: Lactose intolerant bullshit. It's crazy. Can you take but medication anyway. for that, huh?
1: Can't you take medication for that?
0: Yeah, it doesn't work. Tried oh, it. That's a bummer. I'm I'm just gonna keep eating stuff that I like to eat. But <laughs> anyway, had corned beef hash. Super good breakfast. Super well worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of fun. Then we just kind of screwed around. It was raining. It was drizzly. We took a little walk down to the. To the um sunset beach, where you can see the sunset and all that, even though it was eleven o'clock in the morning or whatever, but mm-hmm. just a little touristy stuff, and then we went around and there was a little bar at the campground that's what we were looking for. We were looking for a campground with a bar and it was hard to find, but we didn't think we found it, but we booked into this campground we show up, and there's a brand new bar there, so we go up and we nice. befriended the owner and just sat there and. Everything, once again, was cherries. They had a really great mm-hmm. um, turkey sandwich with brie and Wisconsin-Door County cherries on it. Um wow. Super good. Kind of like a turkey club. A little fancier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had that twice. Yeah, it was good.
1: I wouldn't blame you. I love brie.
0: But... uh just fun story, and then we stayed there for a couple of days, and then we hopped on the ferry up to Destor, which is like our favorite destination barbecue mm-hmm. contests, you know, even though the weather it was it was sixty five seventy degrees, but it was misty and cloudy most of the time until the last day mm-hmm. so <laughs> but on oh, and on the way up too, one of the last mm-hmm. things we found was a little bar called the Mink River Basin. Mm-hmm. Uh, way up north, they just had this burger that was killer good. I love I mean, burgers. I mean, it was so tender. And I'm like, what's up with this? I was talking to the owner. Of course, I friend the owner. He had this huge bourbon collection. So we were talking bourbon, even <sighs> though I couldn't really drink bourbon because I, I was driving. But anyway, I... He's like, yeah, the local butcher down here, he he grinds that for me three or four times a week. Just depends. He says it's never over two days old. And they had this bun that was homemade that was just like ungodly good. It's just so, so good. And so anyway, we we had fun with them. And it was just a, you ever get a chance, Mick River Basin. Just an amazing, uh uh-oh.
1: Oh my gosh. Hold on. My sister just tried to call me. My bad.
0: My back. My back. She's not going to call me, is she? Sorry
1: for Mm, my sister. I don't think so. I'm just going to turn
0: that off. You're going to send her a text and say, I'm podcasting. I might
1: say, You just ruined our podcast that took us over a week to record.
0: No, tell her she was a guest appearance.
1: She'd love that. I don't even think she listens.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't either. So. funny. Well, yeah, but
1: you—it'd be weird if you did. Actually, not really, because I listen, but I have to.
0: But the Door County barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, Dick Jepson puts on this barbecue. I think this was the eighth annual,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: we've been to maybe it was ninth. I don't know. We've been to all but one of them, and it's mm-hmm. at the airport, and it's just the most amazing. If you've ne- never been to Destor. You have to go to clear North Door County, Ellison Bay, and then take a ferry. So we had our 40-foot trailer on the ferry, um, the huge ferries, and you take the ferries across about a 20-minute ferry ride, mm-hmm. and you land up in this little town that's like going back 50 years in time. That's fun. There's no chain restaurants. There's hardly any yeah. cell service. You, I love that. You know, the... Yeah, yeah, lots of things to do. Even though we didn't do a lot of stuff because we've done it so many times, but mm-hmm. like they have a they have a beach schoolhouse beach that ha- it's a natural rock tumbler.
2: Okay, so yeah. So
0: there's all these stones that are smooth, so you can go lay on the stones, or you can walk across them. And there's mm-hmm. like a two hundred and fifty dollars fine if you take one and they catch you. Oh wow. Yeah, but it's it's just part of Lake Michigan, and it just it turns mm-hmm. over the way the water turns, and it makes these stones just amazingly yeah. smooth. So really cool right. place. But once again, we're all about the food, so we settled in for the uh, the walleye Reuben. I can't remember mm-hmm. they called it the Henny or something like that, which was which was really good. And then we went to Nelson's Hall and had some bitters. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a whole story about bitters during prohibition. You get a bitters card. So like the bitters that you do in an old fashioned, mm-hmm. they give you a shot of bitters and it tastes okay. like it's, it's fine, but right. it's uh you get a bitters card. And so we just bar hopped, you know, kind of forgot dinner that night because it's a
1: dangerous game to play.
0: It's a dangerous game to play, but. And then we settled in we cooked uh i did meet almost every restaurant owner at the bar on the island you know so i met four four more restaurant owners, and one of them uh was memorable um becca owned i'm trying to think of the harbor some harbor soup company, mm-hmm. and so it was this little restaurant on the harbor that you made um they made homemade soups every day, so they mm-hmm. made like french onion and broccoli cheese soup and there was one other one that were their staples and then they do other soups like they did chicken wild rice or turkey wild Mm -hmm. rice but they're making everything from scratch and they make all their kitchens like six by six and i'm at the bar with and i'm at the bar with the owner becca Mm -hmm. and i had met her earlier in the night and i'm like are you following me and (laughs) and she was just rude she's like shut up get away from here leave me alone. You know, just, just absolutely rude. Yeah. And finally it's about 10 o'clock at night. And I said, Becca, get your ass home. I want my soup to be hot tomorrow. I got <laughs> the best soup, And the local, the local gal that owns the drive-in says, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Becca's soups are better when she's hung over.
1: <laughs>
0: That's funny. So we we show up for lunch and there she was just in the little kitchen. There was like five people just knocking out soups knocking out french onion soup we had french onion soup i had a panini yeah. a cuban she mm-hmm. actually spent 10 years in florida doing this yeah. and she learned how to make a cuban the right way and it was so good it was yeah. well worth the uh and pie ooh like the, the pie you I a little good pie. pie they had they had homemade strawberry rhubarb pie yeah And they give it to you the time you order it. It's an order at the Mm -hmm. counter place and they just hand you your pie. So, of course, you eat your pie first,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: which I'm not against.
1: Right. As you should not be. Dessert should always be first.
0: So I'm trying to think of what else we ate on the island. Oh, my buddy, (laughs) my my buddy, Jake from State Farm. So Jake was a, a ferry operator Okay. But he also was a bartender at night at the middle bar. And this was mm-hmm. a few years ago. And he's our bartender. And we're, we're, we got like 40 people in this bar. So we, mm-hmm. all the competitors come in early. We all go to the bar on Thursday night. We go to all the bars on Thursday night. And we're just throwing down this bill. Yeah. Well, years ago. So Jake. At the end of the night, we go to settle up and we put it all on one tab. And we're thinking this can be six, seven hundred bucks. So we're all throwing hundred dollar bills at one of our friends to pay the tab. And the bill was 150 bucks. I mean, 40 people drank for four hours and it was 150 bucks. I'm like, are How you shitting me? Hell? Well, Jake ended up getting like a $500 tip that night. And yeah. it was just so fast forward now, Jake. Owns a little restaurant called Wisco, a little barber or a little mm-hmm. uh, breakfast bakery, gelato, whatever. And okay. He makes fresh breakfast sandwiches every morning. He makes the best lemon blueberry scone. Which he sent us a message that I need to respond mm-hmm. back to. But the, oh, uh, is that I who that
1: was? Yeah, that makes I couldn't sense. get
0: there in time to. He was going to give me the recipe, so he's going to have to send it to me. But um yeah. but it's all about the food. Yeah. All about the food and, and being where it's nice and cool out.
1: Yeah. We actually had a um, one of our episode requests was somebody said that they would like you to go through and make a list of all your favorite places and all the places you've been. And now, especially after this trip, I feel like you should really sit down and try to do that. We'll post it on
0: our yeah, page I, somewhere. I, yeah, I did that years ago. Go by state. I did a top, well, what I did was my top 10 favorite foods of like 2017, It's mm-hmm. probably in the archives back there.
2: And so I ago. went and
0: I kind of released it one every day. That's back when I was the social media guy. Yeah. Um, I was still in
1: high school. I didn't even know I was going to be doing this shit.
0: Yeah. So, so anyway, we, um, uh, mm. but man, just great food. Nothing better than homemade food. Yeah. Um. And so when we got to the contest on Friday night, we decided we're going to cook. So we made some, we've got this little hack. We've been making smash burgers. So Mm -hmm. I carry a little 18, 19 inch uh, Blackstone griddle in the trailer. Mm -hmm. And so I just stop and buy burger and little slider buns, but I also buy dehydrated onions. So my little trick, I take dehydrated onions. As soon as I get to the contest, I dump them out in in a solo cup. And I fill it full of water, and it rehydrates these onions to the point they're like a McDonald's McDonald's onion. So you never have to worry about having fresh onions, even though after I did all that, I forgot Fred had gave me like four fresh onions, but that's Mm. fine. Um, That's fine. So we made smash burgers, but one of the things Mm -hmm. on the circuit we like to do, we call them pocket cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. So we go to this barbecue contest in Emmitsburg, and Mm -hmm. we send somebody— of course, in a drunken stupor again, we send somebody to the A&W in Emmitsburg and buy like 30 cheeseburgers. And when they get back, we put them in our pockets and walk around to people. And if they give us beer and stuff or whiskey, we hand them a pocket cheeseburger. and now life it's is gotten, so weird. <laughs> it's gotten so bad that if somebody wants a pocket cheeseburger, we'll set it down on the picnic bench and sit on it and then hand it to them and say, here's your pocket cheeseburger. So we're kind of getting known for pocket cheeseburgers. But like, the, what
1: is your life?
0: I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's I, I actually, so unique. I actually, I actually had two leftover pocket cheeseburgers that I'm like, this is going to taste really good after cooking barbecue. So I put them in the refrigerator, oh. and then I forgot to heat them back up. But when I got home yesterday, here they are in the refrigerator in the trailer. I'm like, ah, uh, I them need cold. to eat these. Oh, they, No, I didn't eat them cold, but I put them in the Ooh. microwave and rethermed them so good pocket yeah. cheeseburgers i think pocket i could open a pocket i think i could open a pocket <laughs> cheeseburger restaurant and just and do that and just make cheeseburgers it's like an up and just smash it, burger it is a smash it burger it's, it's a, a smash literal burger, a smash bun burger. everything it is yeah. so good and when you make it on the flat top you you know mm-hmm. put put your we made two ounce double two ounce patties Mm -hmm. So we put the two ounce patty down and then we smashed them down just a little bit. Then we put that dehydrated onion and then we smashed it all the way and spread it out. Mm -hmm. And we cooked it and then flipped it over. And the first, first we did it twice. The first night we did it, we put cheese on them on the grill. The next time I'm like, what are we doing this for? Let's don't put cheese on it. Let's put cheese on them after they come off the grill and we wrap them in foil. So, right. It's a big, uh, big hit with everybody. Everybody loves the pocket cheeseburger. I think it's a craze.
1: It's one of those things.
0: And then somebody told. Uh I was just gonna say,
1: have you seen those? Have you seen those like? uh, Well, they're essentially like smash burger, but also Big Mac taco things that people are making.
0: Yeah, I tried that. Uh, Yeah, did you try it? it. I tried it. it. well, here's the problem. I tried it with a low carb tortilla because that's usually yeah. all I have in the in re- at, mm-hmm. at my house. And
2: yeah. It
0: wasn't very good with a low carb tortilla because the low carb tortilla doesn't really crisp up. Right. I love them, but it doesn't really yeah. crisp up, so it was not a good assessment. Okay. They look they look really good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, my brother makes them, and he says they're great, but he he's kind of just one of those guys that most of the stuff he makes he loves so well yeah Um, you gotta love your own well yeah he's pretty good at it but i've wanted to try it so i was just curious
0: yeah i was i was thinking about the other day i was yesterday we were talking about schmears Mm -hmm. me and luke darnell were talking about schmears and (laughs) Mm -hmm. he wanted to do a he, he wanted to do pimento cheese on a on a beef sandwich i'm like i don't think that fits i think that's Pimento mm-hmm. cheese yells chicken sandwich or bologna or pork. It doesn't really yell. Even though you could do a pimento cheese burger, but on a mm-hmm. chopped beef sandwich, I'm not sure of the thing. But I said, I think you could make a smear out of uh, French onion soup and cream cheese and and stuff, and smear that on a bun, and then put pork on top or beef on top Ooh. of it with some pickled onions yeah. on top. And so he sent me back the recipe already today. He's already testing it. So I, love I that. was thinking. I was thinking, food truck, what if we took a pita and put a Ooh. horseradish smear and yeah. a s- fresh slice of brisket on top with pickled onions?
1: hmm Yeah, that would be good. That Making would be good. Hungry.
0: But but after consuming 5 hungry. million calories, I'm going to have to, like, eat halfway decent this week because it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. You can
1: use my meal plan. It's sad and boring.
0: And nah, I'm ready to be even, done. I'm not I'm not into boring, but... Wow. Well. I'm the big thing. What's life if What's life if you can't enjoy it?
1: It's still life, I think.
0: It is? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Just a different form of it. Um, yeah. It sounds like you had a good little trip.
0: Yeah, it was a good How'd little comp- trip. We,
1: uh... How'd the competitions go? Oh,
0: yeah. I never did post anything about the... I'm getting horrible yeah. about that.
1: Yeah. You think you'd get better now that you have...
0: I help, know. But I know. You just have so to send I,
1: so, that you you just have to tell me you well,
0: want or you I was, did. So I was screwing around again, right? <laughs> and I decided I'm going to cook a black label brisket versus a gold label. Just as a okay. challenge. I'm like, I well, should okay. be able to cook this.
1: For the barbecue amateurs, aka myself, what what's the difference?
0: Okay, so black and gold. Gold is a a different level of marbling, much more okay. marbled uh okay. piece of meat than the black, but I'm like as a challenge to myself, I'm going to cook mm-hmm. these blacks and they were okay. They, they were, mm-hmm. they were decent. If you were cooking them at home or in the restaurant, everything, they'd be just absolutely amazing. But cooking a competition, it just, it wasn't over the top. And right. so I tried to run it. I, I took two of them threw them right in the freezer and off I went. And so the first day we hit third and chicken, eighth and po- ribs, eighth and pork, And then I got like 20-something in brisket for eighth overall. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay, fine. Okay. So I had no other choice but to run them the next day. So we got fifth in chicken, Mm -hmm. fourth in ribs, and then we got like 11th in pork. Pork fell off a little bit. I tweaked something and I shouldn't have. And then brisket moved up to like 12th, so then we ended up getting fifth overall.
2: Okay, that's pretty
0: good. It was fun. Um mm-hmm. one of our friends Brad from Getting Basted was up there and he was mm-hmm. cooking, you know, he normally Brad wouldn't come that well, he, he travels all around the country, but the number one and number two team were in the country, were both there looking to gain points. Mm-hmm. And so Brad won the first day and then got second the second day. And then, oh, so he, he gained, he didn't really didn't gain points, I don't think, for a second, but he gained some lead over Jordan from Janky Leg mm-hmm. um, on the first day. And then we go to the ferry, mm-hmm. and Brad tells us, and he had brought Chris from Heavy Smoke with him. And he, he goes, well, you know why I brought Chris? Why? And he goes, because we're heading to Paola, Kansas tonight to cook a triple hit, to cook the third part of a contest, do a third contest. And, and I mean, we're talking, this was three, this was two o'clock in the afternoon. So they were 14 Uh hours away from Paola, Kansas. Right. And he didn't, and he didn't have, he just had chicken. He didn't have, or no, he had a brisket. He didn't have any other meat with him. And he's like, yeah, we're going to Paola. We're going to stop at Walmart and buy some meat and go down and try and do well in Paola. I'm like, you're kidding me. Like my dream is that long of content. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I said, well, I got some really good ribs in the, freezer that I just have as spares in case something goes wrong. I like, you want him? He goes, yeah. And Jeff had some too. And Jeff's like, Hey, I'll give you some. So I gave him four racks of ribs. That bastard takes my ribs down to Paola, gets a perfect score in ribs with my ribs and wins the contest. So, so he wins (laughs) two out of three. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. He's, he's probably going to win team of the year. I'm guessing. Uh, Yeah. I think maybe for the fourth time in a row.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
0: But, yeah. Perfect. Sure. He cooks a lot. A lot. I mean, there could these guys are cooking. These guys are cooking forty-five, fifty times a year. Mike, that's a lot.
1: That is a lot.
0: I used I used to think thirty-five and forty was a lot, but now I'm getting kind of no. comfortable into the whole 20s. fifteen to twenty. Yeah, you are. A little yeah. more a little more balance in my life. Something like that.
1: I'm sure. But
0: yeah. And so that's pretty good. But when we're at the contest, funny, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a thing that so back forward or back rewind to May at a Kansas. So mm-hmm. one of the problems for competitors might know this, but you know, you seat six judges at a table. Mm-hmm. And so you know, if a a perfect contest to me is 24 teams. So you got four tables of six. So you're going to turn in four categories, chicken, ribs, pork, and brisket. Mm -hmm. And if you have four tables, there's no such thing as a table of death. Okay. And a table of death means judges that score lower than normal. Right. And so, because everybody gets that, you're Chicken's going to go to one table, your ribs are going to go to another table. And so everybody's going to hit all four tables. Mm -hmm. But when you expand that field up to, let's say, 30, then you get five tables. Well, if there's a really low scoring table, whoever hits that table Mm -hmm. may not have a very good chance of winning a contest because a person that didn't hit that table. You see what I'm. Are you following me here?
1: Um, a little bit.
0: So a little so bit. four tables is the best, everybody hits it. Five tables. So the the more you increase the tables based upon the number of teams, because there's always one judge mm-hmm. for every team. Right. Okay. Now not one judge is judging everything, but it's just that's the rule right. of thumb. So if you got fifty teams, you got normally fifty judges. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so the more tables you have, more luck becomes involved. So in order to, with the amount of luck, if you hit the bad table or the good table, which could help you, the angel table, mm-hmm. but the more tables involved, the more luck is involved. Well, we were at Mayetta, Kansas and Rod Gray, the CEO of of KCBS came to us before turn ins and said, Hey, we got a problem. And I said, what's that? And he goes, I have a judge that traveled, but we don't have a seat for him. And they're getting ready to turn this judge away, and and the judge got really upset with him. So another judge who was a board member actually sat down and said, hey, I'll stay out. You know, I don't need to judge today. So, but Rod says, hey, as payback, can I bring this guy by your trailer after chicken and just hand him a piece of chicken or hand him a rib when you get done and pork and just let him kind of judge, but just without turning in a scorecard? Mm-hmm. And so we did that. We had three or four mm-hmm. teams, and the guy was able to come around and taste all this food, and it was it was really good stuff, right? And so mm-hmm. he said he got so much positive feedback. So we're at this contest, and, and the organizers are fretting because he's got two more people that he's going to have to turn away. Well, this isn't just a normal contest that somebody drove across the street for. I mean, you had to... Go to Northern Wisconsin. You had to pay a ferry to come across. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a weekend. You're you're committing to a weekend. Yeah. A- and he was worried about turning people away. Mm-hmm. So I said, "What about if we?" And I told the the reps the story. And I said, "What about if we do an Xbox?" She goes, "Well, what's an Xbox?" I said, "Just give us some empty containers and put an X on top so they don't get mixed up with anything else. And when we get ready to turn in our chicken, we'll turn in our normal chicken box." And Mm -hmm. then I'll throw in a couple, two or three extra pieces of chicken in this Xbox and I'll deliver it to the table. And they can take it off to the side and they can take it to the special table and those people can just eat barbecue without judging it. Right. So they just get to eat. So I went to all the best teams there Mm -hmm. and said, hey, will you turn in some extra pieces? And I gave them an Xbox. I said, turn in at the same time. And it just worked out amazingly good. They came back the next day going, can we do it again? Can we do it again? And I said, yeah. (laughs) So I'm trying to work with KCBS to try and do that because there's a big problem with cooks want the least amount of judges. They want the least amount of tables because that reduces your chance of hitting a good or a bad table. Nobody talks about the good table. They always want to talk about the bad table. So if we could do that, so if you, you know, but organizers are always teams show up at the last minute right so he had teams signing up on monday well if he had his judges all ready to go judges want to know a week or two in advance if they're making a trip so he didn't want to be short judges so you always have to go long on judges you always have to you always have to plan for more judges in case some drop out or whatever well here he is with two people to make a trip and he's going to have to tell them you don't get to eat barbecue I like, just Great. do this Xbox. So we did the Xbox and it turned out amazing. And the more we thought about it, and I talked with the organizer, Dick, I said, hey, what about if you had sponsors? You know, because a lot of times we run into contests that, that, uh, no, he wasn't a dick. That was his name, it was Dick.
1: I, yeah, I yeah. know. I'm just a child.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so we, um, so we turned it, and I said, well, Dick, what if you could invite your sponsors to the barbecue? You're still having a problem with Dick.
1: I don't know why. I don't know why. It's a very common name. I don't know why. Very
0: common name. Yep. It
1: is. I'm fine. I'm mature.
0: Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what Sher- yeah. that's what Sherry always tells me.
1: Oh, God. I'm fine.
0: Okay. You're fine. Keep so going. anyway, Dick... <laughs> I'm just see if you'll do it again. But but anyway, he was like I said, What if we take your sponsors and invite them in? So but one of the things we hate is barbecue competitions is when they have sponsors and they invite them to judge, but they're not qualified mm-hmm. and trained, but they still let them judge okay. because they feel like yeah. they have to because they, they sponsored to. the event. Well, create right. this Xbox, create a table. They can be part of the atmosphere in there. They can pretend like they're judging, they can eat the great food. Yeah, without having a score, so it really doesn't affect the teams, but it's great. It's that cushion for the yeah. Organizer. It's an experience, and if, and if everybody gets, you know, if you have the right amount of judges, they can say, "Hey, you don't have to turn in any food," or if you want to, they'll give it to the volunteers or whatever. And so yeah. it just worked out great. So hopefully, it catches some traction because it solves a lot of problems. It solves a problem for yeah. a team, solves a problem for a judge, and so hopefully, That's honestly, a pretty X- good idea. Hopefully, the Xbox will be born.
1: It's almost so such a good idea that I'm actually kind of surprised you helped come up
2: with it. But really, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah, that would be. You cool. We say
0: just because Darren says it doesn't mean it's wrong, right? Doesn't mean it's we right always, either. We, we always say that to our employees: just because Darren says it doesn't mean it's wrong. Be open to change,
1: but also doesn't mean it's right. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that was, yeah, you had quite an eventful little week.
0: Eventful week. We didn't get too much educational stuff going on here, but. I learned the um, difference
1: between a black and gold uh, brisket. Black
0: and cold brisket. Yeah, I was I was hoping the black, because I want to brag that I cook black briskets. Everybody always wants the golds. And Snake River yeah. Farms is a great sponsor of ours. You know, mm-hmm. they'll send me all the golds I want, but I'm like, hey, send me yeah. some blacks. I'm going to try and make these work. Yeah, probably not going to try and make it work again in the competition because I kind of feel like I didn't put out the food that I needed to put me in in the winning spot. Not that mm-hmm. necessarily I could have won, but right. I think I would have been I think I would have been right there if I would have not stumbled on the brisket both days.
2: Yeah, I respect that. Right on.
0: But but in the meantime, I'm thinking. You know, we yeah. talked about next time. What do we talk about? You know. Just questions. What questions? You're going to take my
1: idea. You're going to take my idea and try to make it yours?
0: No, it's not. It's your idea.
1: Okay. Well, you said it like I was thinking. Tell us. So I did say. um, Yeah.
0: We were thinking. Well, Emma Emma thought, and then I conferred.
1: um, That it would be interesting for you guys to actually send us in some questions, and we do a D-dub Q&A. Just, yeah, barbecue, business, whatever. Because we always get a lot of questions, but they're never quite enough for a full episode in our content suggestions and stuff. So, um, yeah, just getting in some questions that Darren can answer, and we'll just make an episode out of that um, so he can spend some time, you know, helping you guys out.
0: And, and let's, make it, ra- my idea and let's make it rapid fire so Darren's not yeah, going to see the questions. Yeah, can't too que- long. T- oh, well, but I get Dar- what you're saying. But no, Darren's not going to see the questions ahead of time. Right.
1: You weren't gonna see him anyway. Yeah. It's I all know. gonna be a surprise. Even yeah. if I did take the time to come up with an episode outline and send it to you, you still wouldn't look at it. So I still
0: wouldn't follow it. Right. Yeah. So I mean we, deci- we, just... we decided we decided what we were gonna talk about like normal when we turned on mm-hmm. the microphone and said let's talk.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so hopefully, um...
0: hope, and hopefully we weren't too boring. Talking about Wisconsin, lots of great places there. You ever get a chance? I've got it interesting. I I I should be on the Door County Tourism. I mean, anything north of Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, there's no chain restaurants. I don't even think they're allowed. That's pretty cool. It's Wisconsin, so there's a bar on every street corner if you like to drink. Everyone has great food. I have, I did not have one piece of food the entire week that I would go, ooh. Oh, and the other thing I forgot to tell you. (laughs) Okay. I cook. I cook popcorn on a blackstone.
2: Wow,
1: have you never? known? That? that's pretty cool.
0: And people are like you can't do that, and I'm like, wow, watch this! So we took popcorn yeah. oil, yeah, and put it on the blackstone, and then we threw a bunch of just popcorn out on it. And art mine has a lid on it. Okay. So we closed I was the lid. Say, you
1: have to kind of like confine it yeah, a little bit.
0: Confine it. So we yeah. closed the lid on it, and and everybody's sitting around going. This isn't going to work. I'm like, oh, let's just wait. And all of a sudden, it starts popping. It starts popping. Yeah. And it goes like crazy. And then I open the lid and it starts popping everywhere. Yeah. And so then we opened the lid and shoveled it off all into a I was going to say, I can just
1: imagine you guys into having a like pan. little bowls, just like plain catch. Yeah. We
0: just have a the popcorn. pan and we put that on there. But the one thing that really, we had just cooked the smash burgers on it, we'd kind of clean mm. the grill up a little bit. Mm hmm. But, but you ever want to get your Blackstone really clean, cook popcorn on it. Cook popcorn huh. on it and put a lid over the top. It pops, and it just, for some reason, it cleans that griddle like no other.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Why,
1: why would that be? Right. That's a question I for know. the
0: Q&A. I don't know. Huh. But uh, pop, popcorn on the, flat, on the Blackstone. Yeah. Also, make breakfast I don't know why talk. people would
1: I, debate that. I mean, you can pop popcorn too. with the straining on.
0: Also, make breakfast, breakfast taco, yes. Was it good? Mine wasn't.
1: It's like a healthy, I had a low carb tortilla. It was egg whites, cheese, and a little bit of salsa. So, not like anything crazy.
0: But so, so, the, so this one I took, I had to write down made the it recipe. Through. So, I took two Ooh. pounds of diced potatoes. Okay. Simply potatoes, diced potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I threw, put a little oil on the flat stone, on the black stone, and I cooked them until they were partway done. And then I mm-hmm. cut up, diced up an onion and threw it on top of there and started kept cooking it. Then I had a pound of fresh chorizo that I mm-hmm. took out of the casing from this local meat market in Tama. Mike Schilling gave it to me. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Got to go get me some more. Cooked the chorizo, and then I kind of mixed the potatoes, chorizo, and onion all together. And then I took two of the quarts of egg beaters just because they're easy to travel with in the barbecue cooler mm-hmm. instead of eggs. And I dumped right. those two quarts over the top, put a little jalapeno salt and kind of mix that all together as it cooked. And then I put uh, a pound of uh, cheddar cheese on top of it, mix that all together. And we made yeah. like 25 little breakfast tacos.
1: Yeah, that and, does sound delicious.
0: Um, with some hatched green chili salsa, green salsa on top of mm-hmm. them. Like way so good, so just season. amazing. So yeah, that does. There, sound there, really good. There's there's the educational recipe for today, Blackstone Thanks. tacos.
1: You're gonna have to start so adding good. a recipe to the episodes, even though you don't want to.
0: Pretty soon we'll be, be back and we'll have a YouTube channel for cooking barbecue. Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. Okay. Well, you did pretty we good. We, were
0: only gonna, we thought we were gonna talk for twenty minutes today and here we are fifty-five.
1: It's do you know who you are?
0: Yeah, it just happens. I don't think
1: you even know how to talk for only twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, you're right. But Okay. All right. Until, so yeah. until next time. Yeah. Content uh, ideas. We need content yep. ideas.
1: Content ideas. Well, I'm gonna post a QA on our Snapchat or on Instagram stories here the next couple of days. So be on the lookout for those. Um And yeah, just let us know what you guys want to ask Darren and we'll get another episode recorded that'll be out on Monday. Hopefully. Maybe
0: maybe they want to ask Emma.
1: If you want to ask Emma, please put question for Emma. I'll read it beforehand because I can't answer questions on the fly. I need to be prepared. Um, I don't. A little bit. Yeah, we know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and also make sure if you guys aren't, follow us on Instagram we have over a hundred followers on there. We're doing pretty good. Also, follow us on TikTok, uh, at the Cue the Mic podcast and Threads. Oh, and Twitter. I did post on our Twitter today as well. X. What about YouTube? I'm not sure what they. What about YouTube? Did. I didn't. Hadn't got there yet. That's oh, a subscribe okay. situation. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, and if you want to watch us on YouTube to look at all the funny faces I make at Darren, or me laugh at the word "dick," the name "dick," even. um, Follow us on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you get notified every time we post, which is supposed to be on Mondays. Um, we normally do a pretty good job with that. This week was just a little chaotic, obviously. Darren was living the life. Um, but other than that, I think that's it.
0: Okay, hurry for up and get this episode out. 19. So I think <laughs> if you knock out and get this thing edited, people can still enjoy f- it on Monday.
1: Ah. Uh. Okay, I'll try my hardest.
0: And I hope Dick makes the intro.
1: (laughs) It probably will. Uh, It'll be something. All right. That was episode 19 of Cue the Mic. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week.